podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 89, the 92nd Academy Award cast strapaganza. It's me, Tiggs, your host. And with me, as always, are Russ. Also known as Scambleshanks. Peter, I have lovely small feet, the smallest of the podcast. And Alex. Call me Jenny Any Dots. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great start. And we are going to be talking about the nine categories that we always talk about on this podcast for the Oscar cast. Uh, we, it is coming up in what? Three weeks? Yeah. Like three we weeks. Do, Jesus. Uh, best kiss. Best kiss. Yeah. I mean, the MTV Awards cast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, totally. Yeah. That's best kiss. Back, best action scene. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know any other. <laughs> Kick ass fight. Kick ass fight. Baddest bitch. <laughs> this is, you know what? I wouldn't doubt that actually being an MTV yeah. award nowadays. Um, but let's. What would you give best? Real quick. What would okay. you give best kiss to this year? Uh, Star Wars. Oh fuck off! Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was saying fuck off because I thought he was talking about. Uh, no, uh, not Kylo that. Ren. Nope, and, that's okay, not yeah. the one I was I talking not, about. I, excuse me, I am not, <laughs> not the one coming I was out against the, the, the same-sex kiss. I just wow. want to make that clear. Just, wow. I just want to make that uh, clear. I was coming out against Kylo uh-huh. Ren and Rey. <laughs> I think that we all know uh, what he was saying. No, no, no. Keep, keep, you keep that energy. I'm against that kiss. Wait, the lady kiss? I, I'm, I'm t- well, not a, no, I'm not. I just... <laughs> Of the fa- of like the look, you guys, we're cool with gay people now. Uh, Blinken, you miss it, and it um, like they did that with Beauty and the Beast. They did oh, that yeah. with they did that with Avengers and Game, and now they're doing it with Star Wars, Disney, uh, freaking man up or person up, I should say. There you go. And let, let's get a real actual gay person in one of these movies. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah. I I actually. Not to politicize this, not like that should be political, but that is a a cop out what they're doing. Yes. Ooh, see, I don't like Kevin Smith's cop out. I'm kind of of the mindset General. that I'm perfectly okay with these random same sex kisses mm-hmm. as long as there are countries in the world that demand them to be taken out. Okay. <laughs> I think I think once the okay. censorship yeah. of these moments is over, if two people are going to kiss, you need to set it up right and then set maybe it up. provide some characterization and give them a line or two so i care when it happens Ex- yeah 100 yes. percent. yeah at least now yeah yeah eventually i'd love to live in a world where it doesn't matter at all but we don't yeah uh, anyway wow that was all right so what an intro to this one and we're just gonna get well i guess now we're gonna get started right into the awards so uh the nine awards that we do are best actor in a supporting role best actress in a supporting role best actor Best Actress, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Animated Feature, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Adapted Screenplay. And let's start it off by Alex telling us the nominees for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Best Actor in a Supporting Role. That's the Uh, Golden Globes name. Okay, we got Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman. 
you lost that accent for a second. <laughs> I did. Yeah, uh, was that for like a Chicago thing at the Uh Was Joe that Pesci. what it was? I don't know. <laughs> Just for- uh, Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There it is. That was so well done. we skipped over talking about Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood on the podcast because we were waiting for today. I thought we did. We not. Did we not talk? No, about it? I don't think we talked about it. I don't, I don't oh, remember. No, we did. Our we did. The thing for me is that I, I think Tom Hanks getting a nomination is perfectly nice. It, it's I weird that he think. hasn't gotten one in like seventeen years. Is that true? It true? Is, yeah, he hasn't been nominated. I think no. since Saving Private Ryan. What about uh, maybe um, it's what? What about the one? He didn't the get Bridge something one. for Captain Bridge of Spies. He didn't get one for Bridge of Spies. He did not get one for Captain Phillips. Wait, the movies were nominated. He did not not get one him. For not him. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I that just I guess I didn't pay attention. I just assume if he's in a movie that gets some kind of love, wow. yeah. he got a, a nom. Cast That's has, weird. He has not been nominated since 2001 for Castaway. That's crazy. He's like the wow. He's like the anti-Meryl Streep in which like everyone <laughs> he agrees he is the best um actor in the world potentially Probably the best American but actor. He doesn't yeah, need yeah. to be nominated anymore. Right. Whereas Meryl Streep's like, she's kind of the best. Let's keep telling her. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta. I, I mean, I think she's got dirt on someone, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not Harvey Weinstein. She Julia. loves the guy. So my <laughs> thing, my thing with Tom Hanks is that I like that he's being nominated again because he deserves our love, yep. our respect. Yep. Um, but. I, I think it's not that it's a great performance or, like, the best performance of the year. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we would have trusted or taken anyone else doing this role seriously. Yeah. That, that's I, no, I, if, if, I, if it's not him, this movie doesn't get made. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all right, winner of this is either him or Brad Pitt. Uh, I, I think, think it's, it's Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Because, well, Pacino and Pesci are going to cannibalize each other. No, I yep. mean, let's, let's, let's start by saying <laughs> any, anything that is... That that is a Netflix film, from the way that they actually went out and like got around the studio system and made these uh, movies. I don't think they're getting any awards. I think they won't get the big ones. I think there's no. some awards that Netflix will snag here and there, but I don't think they're going to give it the marquee like actor, actress, supporting, supporting. I th- uh, I, I actor honestly. Or film. I think the nominations might be enough for them. Yes, I according thought... to the like, as you might be right, like some of the smaller ones, or even like documentary or something like that. I, I could see yeah. it getting that, but I definitely none yeah. of the big ones. Well, I think the and... closest would have been Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, which we'll talk about later. But I think right. she kind of gets uh, handicapped that I don't. Almost her award this year is being nominated twice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What were you going to say, Alex? Uh, I was going to say that also the. Uh... Anthony Hopkins and the two popes, he has to contend with also the young pope. So, but but let's not forget, sorry, uh, Roma oh, did win Best Director last year. Which one did? Oh, Roma, Roma won Best Director for Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, yeah. So, who knows? Maybe that's kind of wearing off, especially since Netflix mm. led nominations of any studio. Yeah. Okay. True. But I just, I, I guess if I'm really thinking about it, I don't think they'll, I don't think Best Picture will ever happen for a Netflix film. Yeah. Did A24 get shut out? I believe so. Com- uh, except for cinematography for The Lighthouse. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, Which so is insane. I think Anthony Hopkins is delightful, and it and it's one of those, like, this feels perfect for Best Supporting Actor Award. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I do not think for a second that this doesn't just feel like Brad Pitt's time 
period as yep. a narrative that it's yeah going to go that way go any other way i i think that well we'll get into the other awards but i he's one of the bigger locks on the board yeah. i think once upon a yeah. time is due for like a sweep of most of these things yeah even though i don't love it i, re- I rewatched I it last night it. and i liked yeah. it a lot more than i did the first okay. time i gotta uh, watch it again i mean never underestimate the fact that like Holly, movies about Hollywood. Exactly. True. Yeah. So, so I think I think that's going. You know, he's had a he's always been that, and he's good in it. Handsome movie star that gets nominated mm-hmm. when he's playing against that type, like his Twelve Monkeys nomination, classic. Uh, sure. And and when else is what else was he nominated? He's so gotten seven years into bed or something like that. Yeah, he's he got a, he got Tree of Life. Tree of got... Life. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Did he ever win? No. No. Oh, then. Yeah. He's due. Yeah, he's due. This is kind of his revenant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I did think Leo was better in the movie, though, overall. But... Oh, I I thought that I like the bear to win. is a perfect supporting character, because I think he, his, like, lack of big emotion sells Leonardo DiCaprio's character better than Leonardo DiCaprio's I guess uh, I, guess... I, I, I think so as well. I think I he's, that. he's pulling a really strong sort of straight man role in this, in this movie. Yeah. And he was also, I mean, his stuff was what I found more interesting. Hmm. I, um, I agree mostly except like some, like Leo has moments like where, when he's like in the bathrobe with the thing of margaritas, like slamming on the car at the outside, like right at the end, <laughs> like yeah. that is possibly the best scene of the year. Yeah. But I think in every scene that he shares with Brad Pitt, I'm instantly more interested in what Brad Pitt's doing. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah. in terms of the Irishman's, uh, I wish Joe Pesci, like I want Joe Pesci to win this award more than anything. I think his nomination is a little bit too much of a "Hey, we're so glad you're back." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's and he's good. not back. He's just did this movie. Yeah. I don't think he's as back. a favorite. I mean, oh, do you think that think there's a back. possibility that, like, as the <laughs> as the uh, you're doing award, you get well, like two? He's won. No, no, he hasn't. He won for Goodfellas. He won Best Supporting Actor for Goodfellas, and he gave a five word acceptance speech. Did he really? Yeah. Okay, so never mind. It's Brad Pitt. Let's move on. Thank you very much. Oh, wait, wait, I think Pacino's just giving the best possible Pacino performance. Oh, no. It's, uh, that's Pacino being Pacino. Yeah. Like, that's just um, going all out. Go ahead, Gal. Yeah. It's uh, a good uh, version of him, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, are we doing snubs and flubs here? Like, do oh, we want to yeah, say... Point. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely for me. We mentioned this on the last podcast. Uh, there's two giant ones for me, and it is... First of all, Jonathan Majors, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah, totally. I thought he was incredible, mm-hmm. incredible, 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 and I think absolutely deserves one of these Irishman spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the person who I thought had the most amount of buzz at one point and then completely died at some point was Willem Dafoe in Lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, my I, God. Yeah. yeah. He absolutely deserves that. Those he... are my top two. I have two. I have two snubby flubbies. Yep. Um, Let's hear it. I would definitely say Willem. Yeah. Uh, because just his soliloquies in the lighthouse. Oh my god. Yeah. Are yeah. that's fantastic. Better than anything anyone did in any of these other movies. And then my other one would have been Sterling K. Brown in Waves. Okay. I think that that perform that performance could have easily turned could have easily turned you off of who he was as a character but i just think he's it's like one of the best performances of a parent or a father i've seen since like mystic river yeah uh sean penn he's great yeah uh people see that goddamn movie 
Wait, can I ask one question about uh, Willem Dafoe? After you, you give think us that, your, like, uh, your snubs. I would agree with that one. That's okay. my snub. Okay. Um, but, but can I add, like, so do you think that the Academy is unwilling to embrace something that has camp value? Because that... I don't know what you're talking that about. That performance is... No, that performance is amazing, but it's also hilarious in a lot of ways. And is, like, it's... I don't know. Like, I... Well, that's what's weird. Is that the thing you're talking about isn't you're not wrong, but that's usually the one category that a supporting nomination can can deal with. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, I would add uh, Sam Rockwell and Jojo Rabbit. Uh, oh, he's list. fantastic. Uh, my dream nomination is Archie Yates and Jojo Rabbit. Every time that oh, little yeah. chubby Nazi was he's on great. screen. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I just love him. He's just like, yeah, that's, he's like, oh, that's great. It doesn't matter. She's a, she's just yeah. great to have a girlfriend. Yeah. Um, he's so understandable. And then yeah. someone from Peanut Butter Falcon. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, would... actually, I'm, yeah. This was a like... deep, this was a deep category this year. And I'm a little bummed out that it went so, I guess, traditional. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's There's... a very traditional. I'm fine Oscars with Brad Pitt. No questions there, but like, and even Tom Hanks, but. Irishman, you should only get one. Anthony Hopkins, whatever, get out of here. You did- <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think this is a tough year for a couple movies that we all really loved about trying to figure out who's lead and who's supporting because that's an issue with Peanut Butter Falcon. That's mm-hmm. an issue with Honey Boy. That's okay. a that's a huge issue with Parasite about like where the hell do you? Oh yeah, people? yeah, yeah. I thought uh, I also have uh, Kang Ho Song, uh, the dad. Is he from Parasite is on my list before any of these nominees. Yeah, as supporting, as yeah. supporting, I, I have him give, as supporting. I would have given him. I probably. Would have I have the this in my mm. head. The son is the lead, okay. and the dad. is supporting. I thought that till I didn't. I'm gonna rewatch <laughs> it probably in the next couple of days. But um, that that that's a tough movie to get. It deserves some yeah. acting nominations, yeah. but I don't think it would win any because you can argue that anyone is not supporting and anyone is not lead yes. at the. Yeah. They're all all of them at once. It's 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 tough. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's uh, move on to the next one. Uh, Russ, performance by an actress in a supporting role. Cool dog. Uh, we've got uh, Kathy Bates, uh, the water. No, uh, Richard Jewell, <laughs> Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh, Little Women, and Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Uh, I don't know. Well, Florence Pugh was definitely the surprise of these. She wasn't really... She's nominated anywhere else in any of the awards, and she kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm all in for that. Okay. That one I'm totally cool with. Kind of sad she didn't get it from fighting with my family. (laughs) Well, that would be she lead. would have been the lead. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Would have been insane. I think she played the two very different ages very well. She was a very believable, uh, like ten year old or however old she's supposed to be at the very beginning, and so then she's, she's playable adult by the end. And then she's paged yeah. at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And I think she's fantastic. Absolutely okay. fantastic in that movie. I think she's fabulous, and I think it's like the first time they made Amy a full fledged character. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's about Meg and Joe, and then like Amy's like kind of the bad one and the sick girl is just a sick girl. Yeah. So this was like the first time they've elevated Amy, which is actually the, the character that you would draw. That would be the opposite to 
Joe. So I thought like that was a really, really smart move and not making her just of like the villain kid or the bad kid. She makes sense. All of her decisions and all of her motivations track like a real fucking person. Okay. So I thought Florence Richard Jewell? Yes. Oh. She's good in it. Okay. That's I'll say that much. Yeah, that's uh, so uh, Tiggs, uh, stop <laughs> jumping up and down. <laughs> trying to record a podcast. Um, Punching the I air gotta say, I'm pretty surprised that Scarlett Johansson got in for Jojo Rabbit. I'm happy she, with that. Can she's I say? Go. I actually loved her in that. I agree. No, she's uh, very she, good. I just didn't think she would break through. Uh, for that. Her performance is so important to that movie because I think she sells what we're supposed to be feeling about the young boy. Right. Like, God, it breaks my heart that you feel these things and I wish I, I wish you were old enough to understand why you're wrong mm-hmm. but there's mm-hmm. too much in our society right now that's telling you that this is what you're supposed to do and what right. you're supposed to feel and, you, and she sells that at all times. Otherwise, we would just be watching a tiny Nazi, and that's difficult unless it's Archie 8. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Archie 8s. Give that kid the gold. Send <laughs> <laughs> him home with the hardware. Um, uh, Laura Dern? I How many scenes does yeah. she have? I've only seen the first half of Mara's story, and she's been in it for like 12, 12 seconds. She, she, she's like your quintessential quintessential not really in it that much but of course she's going to get nominated gotcha. for this okay. Wait, what, what was the year what was it was it doubt that what was the timing olivia uh, no well, not olivia what's the name of it's olivia. octavia spencer Octa- right no that's uh oh my god that was viola viola Day. Day. Oh, olivia Oof, I, ha- I had those letters out of order <laughs> saying wow. olivia and it's viola um yeah, I, I it's I think she's in it enough for this, and she really makes an impact, especially the first second she's on screen. She's great. In the the, way, so the way she introduces good. the harsher divorce approach mm-hmm. to uh, Scarlett Johansson's character feels so subtly like dangerous Slimy. yet right. It's just it's she's so good. It, it's 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 so compassionately dispassionate and creepy and and like the problem with divorce in that it's an industry right uh so it's so it's just so she does a really good job at like not playing that too heavily Mm -hmm. but like introducing like let's make this shit messy right without ever saying it my only issue with her is that I actually more enjoyed Julie Haggerty's performance as Scarlett Johansson's mom in that movie. Oh, she's great. I that's when I was watching the movie. Julie Haggerty. Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw that movie when Laura Dern already had a lot of buzz. Yeah. And so when Julie Haggerty comes on screen, I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, I want to her. concentrate more on this. She's this so good in it. So fantastic. Um Margot Robbie, I do feel like is the best actress in Bombshell you know, potentially. Um but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a winner for this one. I, I don't know how she. I mean, yeah, she might be the best in that in a movie where you've got a lot of characters that all like her and Kidman would have been supporting, right? And uh, Charlize, I guess, lead. But I, I guess, because I didn't super care for Bombshell, uh, yeah, you're a little perspective of like one scene that she's in. I just don't know how she gets in. Over J Lo. 
Yeah, that's okay. I still have to see Hustlers, but that has been like the buzz of. I mean, that's one of the biggest snubs, right? Um, I think she was like the like. I think it was one of those like. I'm getting sorry. I'm getting a weird hum in my headphones whenever I touch my computer cord. Um, I that's I so that that is I've rented it. I haven't watched it yet, so that that is one of the ones that I'll probably be watching this weekend. Um, Uh, My biggest snub is. well, outside of the portrait of a lady, lady on fire cast. Oh, I thought you meant uh, the grandmother in the farewell. Yeah, but... uh, as I said, that's what that's what I'm r- yeah. winding up to. Uh, portrait of a lady on fire is the best movie of the year. It has the best performances of the year. Blah 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 blah. But oh, all right, um, someone hasn't but seen one the, the other grandmother day. from the farewell, the movie that it's insane didn't get a single nomination. Yeah, that's the grandmother shocking is to me. incredible. When I saw it, I was like, oh, this movie is going to destroy at the Oscars and the independent spirits and all of them. I thought it was going to be like a coming out party for Aquafina and Lulu Wang yeah. and everybody involved in it. And it got nothing. Awful. Yeah. Completely it's shut just, out. It's that crazy. Scene in which they're driving away at the very end. Oh my God. You just hold on that grandmother doing everything, feeling it. It's just so good. And she's so I... incredible. It's such a bummer. I understand. I have well, and I haven't been able. To, I haven't. I haven't been able to go back to it because I think more than a lot of other movies, like that. I don't. That movie affected me in a really weird way. A lot of movies make me cry, make me feel feelings, but I don't know what it was about that relationship between uh, the grandmother and the rest of that family that just hit me so hard. Yeah, that I'm like, I don't want to watch it again because I love it. And I don't want to see the end again, even though it's like a, a really beautiful movie. I just can't handle that. Watch it again, and it's still fantastic. Um, I, 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 I have watching these movies as opposed to going and seeing 1917 or something that I really <laughs> yeah, should I've be seeing at this point. It 17 times, <laughs> but I can't go back and watch the, the Farewell, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, uh, little stuff like uh, we said J-Lo and Hustlers. Uh, Naomi Watts and Octavia Spencer and Loose are great. Footloose, really? Put yeah, but those place. are independent spirits. Yeah. Those aren't good. those weren't going to rise to Oscar level because like no one saw them. Yeah, uh, Julianne Moore is incredible in After the Wedding, but so, no uh, one's no one's talking about that movie whatsoever because the movie's fine. Yeah, uh, my dream nomination, my RT Yates of this category is Isla Fisher in Beach Bum. Oh man, I totally really? Forgot about I loved her in that. Hmm. Interesting. As I said, my, my small little dream nomination. Like, if only this cut this type of performance could be nominated. Yeah. Um, any, uh, Rush, you got any other snoobs? Um, I don't think I have any other snoobs other than, and I do not remember her, I can't say remember because I don't know it. I don't know her name, but the wife in A Hidden Life. Ah, uh, yes. I thought was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a lead actress, though, or supporting, yeah. but I felt like what she had to do in that movie was worthy of a nomination, at least this year. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, what about you, Alex? Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't... I'm still catching up. So you would so say I, just the whole cast of Joker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, by default, it's <laughs> the entire cast of Joker. Joker's mom. <laughs> Joker's mom. What's her face from Six Feet Under, right? What's it? Yeah, she uh, was, no, it's 
Ellen, I don't, I can't get him to name right. Is that Patricia Clarkson, or am I making that up? No, no, it's no, the I mom can't. from Six Feet Under. I'm, I'm zero, batting a thousand in people's yeah. names tonight. Name. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, shit, what was he going to say? I don't know. That's enough. That's enough. Oh, Penelope go... Cruz is great in Pain and Glory. Uh, she, actually, yeah. I mean, she's, I, I feel bad because she's giving kind of the standard Almodovar great Penelope Cruz performance. Yeah. Sure. Um, oh, which is always but great. She's, yeah, which is really good, and, yeah. and, and I it checks a lot of boxes for me, but it's great. And anyway, continue. All right, let's go, next. let's go to the next one. Pete, talk to me. Give us the nominations for best animated feature film of the year. Best animated film. Once I find it, there we go. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Mm-hmm. I lost my body. Klaus. Mm-hmm. Or is that Claus? Klaus. Should I be saying Klaus or Claus? I think it's Santa Claus. Klaus. Missing Link and Toy Story 4. Notably missing, Frozen Dose. Notably missing in that it was a Frozen movie, but not a... I would agree with it not being yeah. on there. Well, we've always talked about, like, the best animated feature is just like, I don't know, what the fuck did my kids like this year? Right, and, right, like, right. And things are just almost stock by default nominated, and I thought that was going to yeah. happen, and it... I agree. Missed out, and I think That's either huge. How to Train Your Dragon or, or Klaus took its place. Yeah, for sure. Which, Which is crazy. I, I, I totally forgot that, like, How to Train Your Dragon, what number is this, four? Three. It, that's a, it's three, and it's really good, but I, I don't know. I just feel like the second one yeah. blew me away so much that this one kind of it's real good. I think it's better than one, but not better than two. And two was so good, but it didn't win. So it feels weird that like this one. Did one win? No. Okay. No. All right. So whatever Pixar did one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I actually, I really did. I, I completely echo everything Russ just said. This was a really great how to train a dragon, but it wasn't the best. And I don't know. And I feel it's weird that like this year for Leica, I didn't see it, and yeah, I love too. Leica so much. And I didn't even want to see yeah. it. And I don't know yeah. that out. First I, time I haven't cared. I it's on Hulu right now. I probably will watch it soon. Um, it is it's, yeah. again. Yeah, I I didn't even know it was Leica at first, and like uh, I wanted to see it, but just never got around to it. Yeah, even their sillier movies like Box Trolls have always felt a little bit more important in their trailers and this kind of felt like it just felt like another because like smallfoot was like it, it yeah. felt like another yeah. it was just like other things that are very similar it, yeah but like has always had an issue with hitting at the box office oh, so totally. i think they tr- were trying to change their marketing strategy to just get kids excited about this animated film right and that didn't work for me yeah well it, yeah it looks like a beefier dreamworks yeah kind of their movies cost so much to make and take so much time. And most of them, to be perfectly honest, haven't really generated much in the way of profit. Right. I mean, so Paranorman's like a fantastic. That unless they get bought by like a larger studio, Leica won't exist. Oh, no, they, they will. Um, turn so the, profit soon. So the story behind Leica is that they are almost completely bankrolled by the CEO of Nike. Really? Well, yeah. It's Phil Knight's. It's. Travis, Travis <laughs> son. Yeah. But if he decides not to keep throwing his money away, we're going to be yeah. effed soon. But I mean, if, at the moment, he, he's not in need of cash. Um, so it's just like 
he's doing because his son really likes these movies and stuff. Like it's just like, all right, tossing money at it. So who knows? I don't. Maybe maybe this was the, their last ditch effort. Maybe. But um, the weird thing is, if they had a movie come out, they had have already started their next film. Right. So right. Who knows? Um. So wait, what do we think the winner is then? I have no I idea. Know. Missing Link was a shock of a winner. I would. I think it's it's probably going to be Toy Story. I don't. I don't really like I Toy Story agree. four. I would I push for I don't know, body. I, I didn't like it that much, but I think that it's probably going to win. You have to think about the Academy in that they're not going to see all these movies, right? So, which one do you think they're going to see? Right. The one they have a twenty-five, thirty-year relationship with, or 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 missing link they're gonna see toy story 4 so by default of only seeing that and maybe one of these other movies it's gonna be toy story 4 i think yeah and that makes me feel a little bit sad i really really liked i lost my body i would suggest anyone watch it it's up on netflix I but i've heard that. really good things about klaus as well and it's hand-drawn and that's netflix as well, well that's that's on netflix yeah oh it's like tale of princess guguya all over again um i mean it's not gonna win yeah exactly um I, need, I can't think of a single snub. Like, I mean, obviously Frozen Two, but like as something deserving. I don't really couldn't even tell you another animated movie that came out this year. Honestly, yeah, yeah me neither. A lot. Scrolling through real quick. I didn't see that. Kill time, kill time, kill time. Well, technically, Mustn't here's kill the thing, time, boy. This what was nominated for the Globes. I don't think it should be nominated because it's a bad movie. But technically, Lion King's an animated film. I. It was completely animated. Still don't. I mean, yeah, but it's it's an inferior version yeah. of a movie that already kind of yeah. that exists already. So I'm fa- I'm happy with the fact that it just has a special effects nomination and nothing else. Yeah, but I think that's the only animated other animated film I saw other than the ones we've talked about. That's crazy. A spies in disguise, but you know whatever. <laughs> um, that was a quick one. All right, moving on. Uh, Alex. Yes. Can you give me the nominees for adapted screenplay? I can. Once you find it on your site uh, that you're wrong. I'm on the official one. Me too. It's close to the bottom. Okay. Writing adapted screenplay. Okay. Uh, writing adapted screenplay. The Irishman. Screenplay by Stephen Zalian. Jojo Rabbit. Podcast. Screenplay by Taika Watiti. Uh, Joker, written by Todd Phillips. And, oh God, the rest of the name is cut off. Scott, Scott Silver. Silver. Scott Silver. Scott Silver. That's fine. He's doing all right. Um, shit. And, and then no, I had to go back because I had clicked on the thing. Uh, nope, nope. Okay, so then we got Little Women. <laughs> Run for the scrum. Grassing that's gonna say Greta Gerwig. Yep. Yep. Uh, and the Dose Popes, uh, written by Anthony McCartney. Yeah. Uh, this is the one that I think I would push Little Women for. Oh, I I hope that this wins. I um, hope Little Women wins. I think this. I think the way that she structures it, it I, that she structures this movie and her additions are the thing that got me interested in this film. Oh, no question. It, the structure of it keeps it from feeling like any sort of stale period piece in which like they slowly build to this, like here's the idea of why we wanted to show this period story again. It's, 
so it the way that's written it just moves so fast and there's so many different things that she added in mm-hmm. like the whole especially the whole conversation that Joe has with I forget which sister about um, it. how stories are important if you write them oh. and that it doesn't have to be anything else so just the stories of them are fine if she, as long as she writes them huh. like someone will find interest in them like that whole idea was added in by uh, Greta and I think it's yeah, a really no, fantastic it, scene it's, I think this was like the, a master class in how to adapt a movie or how to adapt something that has one been adapted already and yeah. like exists in the public consciousness I think she did a, a fantastic job of making it not feel like that, you know, that slow sort of period vibe, but also not making it feel like it's mo- like edited to be like this super modern movie. It ex- it feels like it still feels like it's of its time, mm-hmm. but takes so many concepts that exist now and makes them resonate without feeling like a like a sort of Marie Antoinette, Sophia Coppola sort of thing, where it's like you're grafting new with old. This just kind of weaves the two in a really, you know, beautiful way. I, it, to me, it's hands down the best adapted screenplay out of this bunch. Yeah, but do you think it wins? I think it wins. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think Irishman has a shot here as like the one that they would get. Irishman, to. I do think has a shot, but I think with all of the backlash hubbub about like no women yeah, or totally. people of color again. I want I think little women to win. One is going to shine through. Yeah, um, I think like I'd be fine. Two popes is very funny and very well written. It's a good time. I would highly suggest two popes. It's really much different than I was expecting it to be. Um, Jojo Rabbit. I don't. I don't know if I would say yeah. the screenplay is the thing that pops the hardest for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I think ScarJo is really the the Academy centric thing. Yeah, yeah. So that has yeah. a shot. I'd hope for Little Women. My, you know, of course, nightmare scenario is Joker. Oh yeah, absolute yeah. nightmare scenario is Joker. Oh boy. And that's considering the possible. script of that movie is like the one of the weaker parts. Oh, wait, can we just talk about Joker in general? Okay. For a second. Okay. Yeah. You mean the Clown Prince of Crime? Yeah, I mean, I know he's here causing chaos by getting all these nominations. Eleven, right? <laughs> Eleven uh, nominations. It's insane. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> First question: Why? why? I, I, re- I really want to know is why. Second like, question: Huh? A what? Uh, no, I, 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 I totally I, agree. I don't I, know what it is. I honestly I, can't explain it. I yeah. think Joaquin... I actually... You know what? If they just went Joaquin, I'd be like, yep. Sure. Fine. That's fine. I totally agree. That is a great performance. But the Everything other nominations... Yeah. No. Here's the, I, I, here are the nominations I, could, I will allow. Okay. I will allow... Actor. Over Cat. Fine. And I well yeah, Cats deserves to be the best picture of every year, but um, I stand hard for it. But uh, I I give Joker actor an original score. Listen to that. Listen to that. I'm a score boy. Listen to the score of that movie. It's good. 
Okay. Uh, it actually the- makes the movie seem better than it is. I know your favorite Ed Norton movie now. My- the score? The score. So my thing about the script for Joker is that its construction doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it's bad. It takes place... So this is a movie that wrote a movie that takes place in the 80s, mm-hmm. but some of the plot hinges on everyone's talking about this video of a stand-up comedian. How does a video get passed around in the 80s with any speed? The news. The news. Okay, so... You know, next the problem. news always has that segment at the end that's like... And uh, on a funnier note, it's like could have been on America's Funniest Home Videos. I think this completely Joker say the darndest things. Lazily writes the fake relationship between him and Stacey Beats' character. Yeah, I agree. Which is not which is has almost no craft in the writing to it because they're just like, well, people are going to get what we're going for. It's so, and I think that's what this movie like. The script is just like. People will get what we're doing, and it's. Just, I think it just fails. I feel constantly. like the the because fact that they like keep, keep the the script like keeps like trying to pull the wool over like, but it, it doesn't because it's all it's all so obvious the entire time that like I was I was talking to Colin about this today. Hey, Colin, uh, and that this movie is trying so hard to be whatever it's trying to be, but it's just it is like the definition of trying hard. That's what this movie is, and, it, and it's also. Like, Whoa! How insane is it that we have a fake Martin Scorsese movie up against a real one? That's kind of that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Touche. Um, yeah. So I, I do hope that Little Women wins this. Um, Absolutely. Runner up for me would be Irishman. I, I think that yeah, Joker is just bad. Jojo Rabbit's good, but that's not the thing about this one. And I haven't seen Two Popes. Yeah, I think for me, Jojo Rabbit, what really fails on that screenplay is the Hitler scenes all fall flat, and I think some of that's down to the writing. Um, Jojo Rabbit, the, I mean, the, it's about the kids and the yeah, acting. every like, scene with him and, the, him and the girl um, is really well done, but I think that's something oh, bigger than that to the acting. But So, I yeah, Little Women all the way. Yeah. And, and Taika, he, he is really, really good at directing kids. Oh, yeah, totally. He's re- like that. That's not something everyone can do, but he's pulling out like performance, like nuanced performances, not just precociously cute kids, right. like kids that feel like kids that are just doing a really kick ass job at acting. Yeah. Oh, God. I love. Oh, there we go. Oh, nope. Original. Did it again. Okay. Let's move on. Russ, why don't you give us the nominees for best original screenplay? Yeah, dog. Uh, B.O.S. Um, 1917. Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson Carnes. Knives Out. Ryan Johnson. Marriage Story. Noah Baumbach. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Q.T. Parasite. Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-won. Why the fuck is 1917 nominated in this category? I like that movie, and it, it. I like it. There's I no it. reason. This is one of the categories that makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no writing to speak of. I feel like like this movie is basically like cinematography and directing, yeah, right? it's, and it's, editing. Yes, yeah. the best storyboarding, right? Is and movie. honestly, I'll I would have said like George McKay 
did a really good job of holding down that movie for the latter part of it. And I originally was dubious about it being him, but the, the, the main guy in the movie, I thought he was good and I could have seen that, but screenplay. Yeah. I yeah. know like you have to write screenplay. every scene, but you can't be like, so they walk across no man's land and that's like, and that's it. And then they just do that for five minutes. Yeah. It's, it looks great. It plays well, but that's not a good screenplay then. Yeah. Like, no, there's no words. Yeah. Like they, wrote, they wrote no words. Um, Everything's just like, oh my god, ah, crap! Ah! Yeah, that, that's that's weird. Um, I I really enjoyed Knives Out. Yeah, this is I'm gonna I, go I, hard for Knives Out here. It's uh, not fun. It, it, yeah, never. It wouldn't win. Uh, I think I think this is Quentin Tarantino's category. Oh yeah, every time. Yeah, he's winning this. Like, there's no point in trying. Um, yeah, especially for the line in the screenplay of the stage direction of it, and then she puts her bare feet up on the blank. So many times. And then he just copy-pasted that a couple times. The there screenplay. are so many more feet shots in this than every other Quentin Tarantino. Like, he did, he went hard on the feet. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think that this is Once Upon a Time. I like Knives Out for this, obviously. Um, I like Parasite for this as well, but, uh, but I, I think that this is probably Once Upon a Time. Uh, any snubs and flubs here? Yeah. Uncut. Fucking gems. gems. I, I was just—I was literally just looking at that exact movie right now. Yeah. Uh, this is for me. Uh, absolutely, I agree with you guys. For for me, snubs here are farewell and lighthouse. I would say farewell. Oh. last black oh, in San Francisco. Yeah. True, true, true. Well, um, and crawl, obviously. <laughs> well, I would also take a book smart here. I could see that. I could totally see a Booksmart here. Yeah, I I thought Booksmart might get this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I nineteen seventeen has no place here. No. I'm, I'm like it really doesn't. I'll, I'm okay. I get why Once Upon a Time would Parasite absolutely Knives Out sure Marriage Story yeah, I guess yeah. Um, I mean, it's no bummer. Even though I think Marriage Story is more of a movie about performances than it is the script in and of itself. Totally. So I would have probably taken out 1917 and Marriage Story, and I would have replaced them probably with Uncut. I don't know any 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 A24. You pick two pick two A24s. Pop those bad boys in. Farewell, you could Midsummer. Call it House Farewell, oh, Uncut Gems. Yeah. Actually, Midsummer would. Fuck. Or uh, this is where I would like Ad Astra to have gotten a couple more nominations. I know Sorry. I think I like that movie more than anyone else on the podcast, but I think that Uh-oh. the script for that movie is I didn't mean to start that. wonderful. Um, I I love that movie. I just I wouldn't I would go for screenplay for it. Yeah. I thought it should have like gotten a lot of the like technical awards, even though it only got, it got one. But I thought it could have gotten all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought it was just a beautiful movie, and it was made on fifty million dollars, and it looks like it was like a two hundred million dollar epic. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I would have I would have given this. I would have thrown some A twenty fours in here. Yeah, I even would be cool with a uh, Honey Boy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that script is great. PB Falk. Yeah. All, all of I would I would have probably Uber. said Honey Boy over that, yeah. but uh, I think the script of of Honey Boy is really tight and okay. I would have I would have I would have thrown that in here. At, yeah, my thing about the script for Honey Boy There's is that so many at movies no that point did I yeah, feel totally. that it was self-indulgent. And I think to to really 
get from one end to another on that tightrope was an incredible job on Shia's behalf. Yeah. But that's for me. If you found it self-indulgent, then you hate the screenplay. Right. Um, yes. Countdown? No? Yeah, didn't think Ooh, so. Ooh, baby. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, another category that I think Midsummer could have actually uh, had a hand in, and that's Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role. Oh, yeah. Pete. Yeah, uh, we have Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Uh, you, you gave me the one Saoirse. I always fucking fuck up. Uh, is Saoirse. it Saoirse. 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 Like Seer Soccer, but Seer Shaw. Okay. For a little oh, song about it, guys. Hannah for Little Women. Um, <laughs> uh, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Anyone see Judy? Nope. No. Almost did. Decided I saw it. And Anyone no see Harriet? And no one's seen Harriet. Almost did. Decided I saw it. This for me, I, I have no issues with the other three nominees. Um, I have Well, I guess I have no issue with any of them. But this is, for me, this is the big snub category of the people that have like, oh man, I would love if this happened sort of category. I think these are kind of the, the kind of like, of course, some of these were going to happen. Right. Uh, Aquafina should have been on this. Scarlett, Charlize, and Renee 100%. was like, absolutely, these were going to happen. Yeah. And Shorsa just has oh, that yeah. kind of like, we've nominated her in the past, we like her, let's put her up there again. The weird if, mermaid if it's not from the Emma, House. I feel like her and Emma Thompson are going to, I mean, Emma uh, Stone. Stone. You know, I'm, Emma Stone, yeah. yeah. I feel like they're the two young ones that one of those will be in there every year. Right. Yes. Wait, I, I'm sorry, did anyone see Harriet? I actually nope, did not. No. Oh, no, I think an eighth grade I history class. I don't know how many more slave movies I have in me, and yeah. I, think, I think it's none. I think it just came out on like VOD today, yeah. but I think it's just for yeah. Just, I'm all set. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, you know, if this is going to be like, oh, we, you know, the Academy loves the the inside baseball performance, and they mm-hmm. give it to Renee Zellweger, I have zero issues for it. I, um, I I, I kind of think that that might happen, yeah. but I don't know. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if Scarlett Johansson's kind of issues, like her issues with uh, some of her opinions affects her on academy level. Uh, uh, I don't think so, but I just don't think. <laughs> um, yeah. So who knows? But as I said, as we said, Florence Pugh in Midsummer, yeah, is incredible. She 100 percent deserves this. Like it's... yes. Um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire comes out next month in February. Everyone go see it. It comes out around Valentine's Day. Again, Crawl. It's so good. Very great performance. Elizabeth Moss and her smell is amazing. I that's on like Amazon streaming, isn't it? I yeah. see it. Uh, it's on constantly. HBO. Okay, it's on well. H- okay. Uh, she is incredible in that movie. Okay. Um, of course, uh, Lapita and Us. Oh yeah! Oh, Russia. yeah! Wow. You know what? I think she, for that dual performance, yeah. Yep. Totally. Well, she was nominated for the Globe. She was. That, that's, yeah, that, that, that's the biggest snub, I think, so far. Um, well, other than, uh, what's her face? Uh, Aquafina won the Globe for a comedy. I mean, the Aquafina's performance in that was fantastic. Oh, wait, was? Fantastic. Was nominated? Um, she was. I'm pretty sure. Is that her drama? Angels. Angels. No, musical comedy. 
No. No, she wasn't. Wow. Oh, she, she was wasn't? for a SAG. Um, Perhaps I'm wrong. Interesting. Yeah, Lupita was nominated for the SAG. Okay. I I think missing is is her and and Aquafina. Anything you could have taken out Charlize. Yeah. And uh, I don't know Scarlet because she got the other one. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm fine. I think uh, Miss Ronan was better last year in Lady Bird. She was fantastic in Lady Bird. I, yeah. so again, I, I really did see Little Women. Uh, so I'm this okay weekend. with her missing out. Uh, other people, like I thought, Thomas and Mackenzie in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, was so good. But is that a lead yeah. role? Um, I mm, think I if you, I maybe. Yeah, maybe not. I, I, I could see that as just being supporting. Um, there's some. It, granted, it, it finally came out in the U.S. this year, but uh, won't get out of the I believe pronunciation of her name is Zhao Tao and Ashes Pure is White. I don't know that. I don't know that. Um, oh, check it out. It's I keep hearing about great. that movie. Okay. It, it, it's one of those movies that played, like, was released in China last year. Okay. Played festivals last year, but was fi- had an actual release in America this year. Okay. And she's incredible in it. Where did that even play around here? I Sorry. don't know, but I, I saw it on DVD. Nice. Nice. That. Gotcha. Getting that DVD. Um... Yeah, this is this category has been ripe with snubs. Um, Great performances by women. Yeah, totally. yeah. So, like in my in my personal top ten for best actress, you have to get down to number seven for anyone who was actually nominated. Ooh, that's a little a tease for next yeah. week. Oh my god! Bombshell number seven. Bombshell number seven. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, no one from Cats. Weird. Uh, okay, so let's keep it going. And I'm going to switch it up. And Russ, performance by an actor in a leading role. Uh, sure. Um, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. So Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. Um, I... I... Hate that! I think that performance is so boring. Leo I, is is fantastic. I, in this, in time. I I actually I don't hate Joaquin and Joker. I'll be honest with you. I think it's one of the better parts of the movie. Uh, but I think this, I I loved Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Same. I think he deserves this completely. Yes. Um, he's my pick off this list. Off this list, this list of five. Not my list. Your he's, list, yes. Which yeah. will. I yeah. mean, Adam Sandler should obviously be on this, but um, yes. yep, he Adam Adam so, Sandler is my number one. Actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, I I agree with that, Peter. That was that's that should would be my pick. Yeah, uh, Adam Sandler for this. That was I love that performance was so cringy and amazing, and I ugh, I hated it and loved it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I don't think Joaquin Phoenix gives up. Special performance. I, I, I just like. I feel like it's always going to be compared to all the other Joker performances, and it is definitely at best third best Joker performance. Yeah, to me, it's the fourth best Joker. Under Leto. <laughs> yep. No. Oh, I put. I would. Well, are we talking about? I'd put Cesar Romero over him. 
Cesar Chavez. Cesar Romero's greatest children. I put him up there. I mean, at the very uh, least, like the other, like Heath Ledger, like, like eons better. Also won the an Academy Award for this this exact character. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would put Leto above it, but uh, above would. Um, <laughs> Joaquin. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it's it, it's close. It, I'll tell you that much. It, it's not nuance, which I think is the biggest thing about it. That like it's it is very one note, like everything in that film. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think that like. That works for a whole lot of people. Yeah. And I won't necessarily judge them all for that. Yes, you will. Uh, but, but it's not It's not the worst part of that movie. Uh, yeah. My thing is that there is no reason why in the narrative that that character has to be that skinny. Right. I mean, that's part of it, but uh, it's not the whole It wins thing. awards, baby. Yeah, that's my, that's my big issue with this it was like it, it is never kind of the body transformation that. thing of him uh, for this award, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree that there's no reason for it, but I don't think that that's the reason that he got nominated for it. Was just that, and but I don't it, think that breaks uh, yeah. the performance either. Um, Personally, what was I? Yeah, who? Uh, what other snubs? I mean, Sandler obviously the biggest snub Sandler, of uh, the bunch. Eddie Murphy, Dolomite. I still need to see that. Man, I am just he's great. Uh, really, really yeah, great. I would. Yeah. I would say Murphy, Dolomite, Sandler. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd throw in George McKay from 1917. Okay. Uh, just because of the fact that he has to, of like, that movie has 20 edits in it, and he's in pretty much every single bit of that movie. So to have to pull that off, that that level of a physical role, mm-hmm. and it still be believable, I thought it was fabulous. And I, I think that movie is good but i think his performance is great um but yeah i would say sandler murphy mckay um the titular ford or ferrari would either of them make it no 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 i just saw that movie a couple days ago did you yeah and i am it is if you're a dad whoo buddy okay so it's still if you're a dad you're gonna be glad oh yeah glad dad's yeah, uh, sort of outside stuff for me that I really like. Uh, Brad Pitt in Ad Astra. I think he's great. Oh, yeah, uh, Brad Pitt. I don't think I he's think strong enough for a double nomination, year. but no. Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, Kelly that would Harrison never happen. Jr. in Loose. Um, the father from, well, I would, anyone from Parasite, yeah. Yeah, depending on who anyone you from Parasite in there. Uh, Shia is great in Honey Boy. But I don't know what you would. Is he the lead actor? Yeah, both of Shia's movies have that, like, where do you put him? Yeah. Uh, issues with them. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and Beach Bum. Yeah, that's true. Um, what about uh, uh, Jimmy Falls, Last Black Man? Uh, Jimmy Falls for sure in Last Black Man. Uh, uh, Daniel Craig and Knives Out, or any of anybody from Knives uh, Out? In this? I don't know. If uh, I would say that movie has a lead actor. He would have gotten. I, I said, yeah, he would have been supporting. I think, yeah, for that. Can't think. Yeah, such an ensemble piece. Yeah. Um, I throw like Calvin Harrison Jr. in for Waves. Mm. Really got to see Waves. Is that on anything? Yeah, I'm telling you, people, I see fucking. Waves. I don't think there's a way for us to see Waves right now. There's no Waves. The theater. What theater? That's true. Probably all <laughs> at this point, three months is too late. Yeah, yeah. So that means it'll be out in like two weeks. Two weeks. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully, right before. I think it's yeah. a re-release now, right now, right? 
Which one? Oh, no, it's, no yeah, one. This yeah. Waves and Joker coming back to theaters this waves. weekend. It's coming out in waves. Let's keep oh, it going. And we and oddly enough, uh, the movie's not that great, but the performance is Ed Norton, Motherless Brooklyn. Okay, he's really good. I could see that. That's one of those performances that's so difficult that either I'm I haven't seen it, but I, I would assume that's a performance that you either really like mm-hmm. or think is laughable. Yeah. Uh, it. I thought it was going to be laughable, so I was prepared to be like, oh boy. But he does a really good job of, of grounding it uh, without with, – it, with, it, it's not cringy at all. Yeah. Okay. But and once again, um, Adam Sandler should be here. Yeah. Should, because he, I also think Adam Sandler doesn't really cash in on Adam Sandler stuff. Even, even more so than Punch Drunk Love, which I think was another huge so, award snub performance yeah. by him. But in that one, he cashes in on some Adam Sandler stuff, and I don't think he does that here. Yeah, it's in, it's no, incredible. but I, well, I think the character that he's playing tracks historically with characters he's played, but he doesn't do the big thing that makes it like your average Adam Sandler. Exactly. There's like there's kind of no huge catharsis moment like the way he gets in like a Punch Drunk Love where he gets to like freak out, where it's like this movie is two hours of the Paul Thomas Anderson uncomfortableness without like the character itself getting the the big moment. It's more it's like it happens to them. See, I think I think I think the this is how I win speech is incredible. Um to KG at the end. And I think when the moment when KG wins the tip off and his like facade of being so confident breaks a little bit. He's like, I, if we didn't get that, we were over. Like, yeah. I think he's incredible yeah. in that moment too. Yeah. That whole scene yeah. is, that whole scene is yeah, amazing. But like, I, I think for some people, this movie is just too much. Yeah. Those yeah. people are dumb. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Alex. All right. Can you tell us about the Achievement in Directing nominees? By a male. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think you might be right. Uh, oh, God. Uh, we have The Irishman uh, by Martin Scorsese, uh, Joker, okay. Todd Phillips, 1917, okay. Sam Mendes, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood. Man. But, uh, Quentin Tarantino and Parasite Man. Bong Joon Ho. Yep. Director Bong. Okay. So. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so Elephant in the Room. There's yeah. a lot of dicks. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Joker is on here some, for some reason. So, let's concentrate on that first. I think uh, here the biggest ones, of course, uh, this is the second year in a row that Greta Gerwig has directed a Best Picture nominee without a director nomination. Right. And I think the fact I, that, that the pacing of well, that movie second works... Second and three. I'm sorry? Lady Bird was two years ago? It's the second and three years. Yeah, two years ago. Oh, okay, oh, wow. sorry. Okay. That's th- two years. Okay, so, so she kind of joins that weird club of like people who directed a Best Picture and was not nominated. Right. And now like the Ford versus Ferrari twice. person. So, um, here, uh, uh, what's his face? That's, uh, James Mangold. James Mangold, thank uh, you. Yeah, is it really? Like, 
the pace that she set, sets in this movie mm-hmm. is so good. And there's a lot of really fun, subtle moments that I really like. Like, the that Christmas morning when they're walking their food over to the poor people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they pass by everyone going to church. I love. Okay. <laughs> like, there's just, like, some well-constructed shots all the way through. And it's just, like... So many, so much like beautiful stuff that just sells. I think the feelings of this movie better than I would have ever expected. It's yep, it's and this cool. and it was a movie I went in, again. I, like I said a, a week ago, I expect. I think I did. I expected very little from this movie. I was annoyed that it was what she was making, mm-hmm. and then like within, honestly, within maybe ten minutes, I was like, oh my god. This movie, like, I I knew that it was it, it was like cracking into my top ten within the first two scenes. I was like, oh, she's doing something incredible here. Yeah. That like to take a property we've all seen or we all know and have seen a billion times and still make it fresh in a way I haven't seen. Yeah. And then I look at these stale ass nominations. Mm-hmm. It's like you've got. Scorsese, I, I, I get, I get that Irishman is a, is objectively a good film, but it's like half hours. It's like no one. It, it's so, to me that and then Once Upon a Time and Joker all fall into like such a self indulgent category of filmmaking. And, yeah, and, and Russ, I think and I, none of them deserve to be there. And I think to kind of piggyback off of that, I think that Greta Gerwig is a victim of the kind of Oscars metagame that you play when you say, oh, if we give this person this nod in this place, then we can set them up to get another one another time. And I think that this is the thing where they're like, okay, if we give her screenplay and, and, and these actors, then we can not have to give her these. And I think that this is doing her a, what sounds like, a complete disservice yeah and it's like when you look at direct like no i mean granted no i don't think any category skews as classically like quote unquote i don't know masculine when, yeah. it, when it's directing the films that were nominated i'm not taking anything away from 1917 because i enjoyed it and i think it was i think that's gonna win but uh <laughs> yeah. but like todd phillips's joker what's that about i don't know a creepy white guy the Irishman. What's that about? I don't know. <laughs> Evil, yeah. bad white dudes. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What's that about? I don't know. Mostly dudes and franchising women's feet yeah. and not letting them speak in either Irishman or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's so true. Joke. Like, and, and that. So Parasite and 1917, I will allow. Yeah, I think direct, Director Bong's, um, he sells... In the directing, every mood change in that movie. So I... It's like genres. That movie yeah. shouldn't work. I each would, one is directed like it should be. It's yeah. so good. I would, like... A, a favorite, my favorite for this, and I do think it'll probably end up being 1917, but my favorite for this would 100% be Parasite. But seeing as yeah. how they gave it to Roma last year, I don't think they're going to give another foreign film Best Director this year. Oh, no. No, no. no and, 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 and I think that a lot of those things, because I, I 100% agree with everything you guys are saying, because Parasite, I mean, as of right now, having only seen two and a half of these, um, <laughs> uh, Parasite would be my choice, because, uh, but, but I think that they, they can, in their heads, I think, offload some of those amazing dramatic changes that they do onto the actors when I think that 
a lot of that too is the directing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of other, especially female directors, that it's ridiculous that they're not here. Of course, Lulu Wang for Farewell. Yeah. But for me, even though I, do, I wasn't crazy about the movie overall, but I think that was a script level for me. The Farewell? Wait, which one? Mar- no, no, I'm, talking, oh. I'm setting up another movie. Uh, Mariel Heller's directing in Beautiful Day, I think it... In the neighborhood? In the neighborhood. Oh. More, it, I think it absolutely makes Tom Hanks' performance work. Yeah. I think so much I of that movie that. could have come off hammy or almost like too basic almost. And I think the way she handles a lot of those moments in that movie is beautiful. Yeah. And even like the scene on the subway when children sing to him. Oh, so good. It should be the corniest thing in the world. Nope. And it's in the trailer and you know it's coming yeah. and when it happens it's still And just the way so she good. leads up to those moments yeah. with the camera it it sells all of it so much better than it should work. Yeah. So it's one. Of, she's one of them, uh, right behind uh, Greta Gerwig. That I'm like, what don't you understand about what makes this movie work? Mm-hmm. It's her. Yeah. Um. It, the movie her. I, <laughs> yeah, but but also I just I. I don't think Todd Phillips's direction deserves to be here. No, I no. yeah. And it's 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 a. Which is a weird kind of conversation because it's like, how do you treat homages? Right. It's uh, I, I totally agree. I mean, I'm like I'm definitely okay with Once Upon a Time being on here and The Irishman being on here. Um, but it, it's because those are both very well like while they are overindulgent, like they're well directed movies. Um, but I don't understand Joker on here. But but with the Joker, you're literally lifting most more characters like. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how you just, I don't know. Which I guess, it's, you know, Martin yeah. Scorsese also kind of did in The Irishman, so. Yeah, but I think the Scorsese, oh, okay. Scorsese and Tarantino, Here's what that. they lift from is a great deal more uh, it's nuanced. niche, yeah, and it's and a great deal more unknown. You can point to so many moments in Joker, like, yeah, I know where you got that from, I get what you're doing. Joker's just too... Uh, have, you, have you seen the King comedy? Yeah, it's King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. That's it. It's the King of Taxi Driving yeah. with a superhero pastiche. So like that, I'm sorry, no. Yeah. I would, oh there's, God, all the Batman stuff. And this is a year, again, where I feel like there were a lot of movies that were extremely well directed. I would have, I would have, I mean, it, it, my personal taste, and I liked Irishman and Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have taken those two out and Joe. Joker, and I would have replaced them with Greg Arwick, Lulu Wang, and uh, Robert Eggers. I think Midsummer could have been on this. I think Knives Out could have been on this. Uh, the Safety Brothers for Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for like, Talbot, Last Black Man in San Francisco. James Gray, Ad Astra. There's too yeah. many movies that came out that I, I, I thought this was going to be like a really stacked category. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's not as stacked as I would have liked. Like, no. I, Wait, I feel like. I don't know. Gemini Man. Sorry, sorry do, do, do they, the Safety Brothers, do they not, do they still, how do they do, because I'm trying to think of the last Coen Brothers one. Do they actually uh, nominate both or do they just say one? No, you can nominate both. Yeah. Oh, you, you can, can, the you can nominate together for, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I'm it's, looking it's at some other ones. 47 ball. meters down, obviously. Oh, I don't know how that, so that missed good. it. So um, good. Yeah, holy shit, this should actually be a much better category. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's just this, it's this flat, to me was like boring. It, it should be stacked. Same same as the category we still have to talk about. Yeah, like those should be stacked categories this year, and they are not. Shazam. Kind of, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I would take so many, like, I know, like, half those things I was saying are jokes, but I would take all of them over Joker. Yeah. All right. Even, uh, even Lorene Scafaria, uh, Hustlers, I'd take that over Joker. Have I mentioned Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Yet? I don't think so. I never heard of it before. Incredible. See but you, what, you know what I have heard? February. <laughs> or what I have read lists of. Pete, why don't you give us the list of the best <laughs> motion pictures of the year's nominees ford v ferrera i think it says ford cross ferrari um <laughs> ford five ferrari um why um I, the irishman jojo rabbit joker mm-hmm. little women marriage story 1917 once upon a time in hollywood and parasite <sighs> anything wait but how, how many joker nine okay uh did you see ford ferrari because i did okay so anything but joker or ford versus ferrari i would be okay i i kind of wish parasite would win this but i know it's going to win best foreign so it cannot win this because again playing the the meta game is that yeah my thing about best foreign is people like well it got nominated elsewhere let's give this to pain and glory oh you think so i love pain and glory like that that should get more love yeah Oh, so the big thing about Best Picture this year, and I'm not sure if it's all the categories, but this is going to be the first year of preferential ballots. What is that? Wait, come again? Like rank choice? You rank them. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind I of how we've always wanted us to do our podcast. That's going to kill Joker. So then what? I mean, I hope so. I think there's going to be a couple people that have it at one, and most people have it at eight or nine. Yeah. And I hope that does enough. I think that, yeah, I mean, I think this is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, just because it's a movie about really? Hollywood. I, so this far, is, that's yeah. not my pick. Like, that's not what I would choose. But I think that, like, it is a movie about Hollywood on the Hollywood stage. Like, yeah, that's probably what's going to get it. So, uh, does anyone I, want to real quick uh, rank the nine for themselves? Uh, I don't know that that's something I can do quickly. Based on these nine, I would say... All right, I can do this. Yeah. I would go I would go Parasite. Yep. Um Little Women 1917 Jojo Rabbit. No, 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 sorry. 1917 uh Marriage Story Jojo Rabbit Once Upon a Time Irishman uh, Joker, Ford v Ferrari. I would do just the ones that I've seen: uh, Parasite, uh, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time, Joker. Uh, I am, and I will include a movie I haven't seen above Joker. Um, I will go Parasite, Little Women. Irishman, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ford vs. Ferrari, literally anything else, (laughs) and and then Joker. Wait, so, um, 
again, I've only seen three and a half of these. I mean, Parasite's still number one for me. Um, Jojo Rabbit. All four of us have Parasite as number one. Wait, did I skip Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, you didn't. No, you had it in there. Wasn't crazy. Uh, Then uh, the first half of the Irishman and Joker. (laughs) (laughs) So all four of us agree Parasite is the... I would love it if Parasite somehow ended up... Like, I feel like... Like, Joker has been in, like, most of the news cycles, right? Like, for better or worse. Um, it's been buzz around yes. it. It's It's been on the forefront of people's minds. But Parasite, the movie that truly was sold out for months at a yeah. time in New York, where you could not, like, it was it was in, like, what, like, eight And then the Angelica and... Uh... Was, like, trying to get a theater ticket. Yeah, it was yeah. insane <laughs> to have, like, like, that is, I think that story is the story of the year for like movies is like how difficult it was to see a movie yeah. like i i would abs- i would be so happy for that to win so 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 happy I, for that to win I, honestly like i could rewatch parasite like right now and i'd have so much to say about it yeah. i think it, that it, that's a, it moves yeah that movie moves at such a great pace and it sang so much so for a movie to be that deep and also not be at all boring not drag and be completely engaging. Mm-hmm. That's like a really difficult feat. Yeah, difficult feat is is what they almost called once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> but I do think, <laughs> but I do think that once upon a time, like again, I, I think that if if we've learned anything from Hollywood in the past, that they're just going to nominate yeah. more Hollywood. My, my biggest issue with once upon a time in Hollywood is that while I will say everything is done really well. I don't understand the point. Why did we do this? Yeah. Why were we there? Why? What? What? What was the point of all of it? Yeah. I mean, I agree. And why is that like an essential film? Well, yeah. it's also funny because, like, to hear you say that, and to also hear like Quentin Tarantino tease that, like, this is my last movie because this is the last thing I have to say. Uh, yeah. Would you? Say? And then you hear like, and have you be like, man? I mean, cares? it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, it is a fun movie. Yeah. It's very well done. Um, but like watched it in like two parts. Uh, and like after the first part, like the first like hour and 10 minutes I was like, man, nothing really happened. No. It was crazy. I, yeah, I went straight through it. It was like miserable. Oh, um, what I forgot to say, my biggest issue with this movie and it's especially its screenplay nomination is that fucking uh, true crime style voiceover by Kurt Russell. Talking about Little Women? (laughs) Towards the end of Once Upon a Time, when Kurt Russell is just... He does it in the beginning as well. Very weird. I thought it was... So, I think it happens at three different so points. Boring. Right? So, so boring. It was like, so, and then they went to this restaurant, and while at, all the while, I was like, I'm wondering, fuck you, this he's, is so boring. He's talked about like coming out with the four-hour cut, where I'm like, oh, I wonder no. if they get rid of that voiceover, and it's just like all of those scenes. Yeah, more heat. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Alright, so we all think it should be Parasite uh, from this list. Um, what does everyone I, actually think it will be? I think the, it's the, you think it's the, the easy answer is 1917. Uh, it's it had it's one of those weird that had the absolute latest release day of every single movie on this, and yet it's gotten so much uh, That's fair. momentum. 
Yeah, it's got the recency bias, and it's also like I don't know. It's I think the recency bias and the fact that it's actually like doing well at the box office, uh, and it's that like it's like that Americans are seeing it, people in the UK are seeing it. I think it's just and I don't know. I just think it's it's tailor made to win in in this year. And I know World War One is hot right now, but I think it's 1917. Then Once Upon a Time. And nothing else is really in the running. Yeah. What about Alex? Yeah. What do you think? Is it 1917? Do you think? It's, it's got to be. Okay. Um, I think that I, I I agree with the rest. It's it's either 1917 or What's the Upon Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I think that it, I think it would be awesome to see um, Little Women take it. And Parasite I think deserves to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be interesting for the industry if The Irishman takes it. That's, that's definitely not um, but I don't think that would. I think that there's so many people working against it actively that it won't. Here's the thing: we've all we've, we've got a Mark Scorsese like it's like the end of his time, yeah, of his of his making these types of movies. And this movie, no one thinks is going to win Best Picture because it probably won't. And if Scorsese can't make uh, a Netflix Best Picture winner, no one can. At well, least. Right now, until we decide that we don't care about shit like this anymore. Right, but he's also playing the hits on this one. Yeah, that's true. He, it is very much like Scorsese doing a Scorsese movie, which, to be fair, better than Todd Phillips doing a Scorsese movie. Um, but if Scorsese did a Todd Phillips movie, oh my god, the hip, the bang would be so sick. It would be kind of like King of Comedy meets uh, Taxi Driver. Yeah. That'd be incredible. Yeah. I no, well, I, no, no. Well, no. It it would be King of Comedy, King of King of Comedy, meets uh, After Hours. Oh, totally into it. Um, so we've all said this, and you know we're not doing snubs after you know what's coming. Well, I mean, to be like after the debacle of Green Book last year, they're gonna uh, they're gonna try and make good and give it to Ford v Ferrari. Um, so what does <laughs> I, everyone? I love that they were like, wait, we we nominated, but we let the wrong black movie win last year. So you know what? No black movies. <laughs> That'll solve that problem. <laughs> Can't make a mistake if it's not there, right? Can't call us racist if we don't acknowledge race. I just think it's so ridiculous that Ford v. Ferrari has four nominations. Oh that movie, okay, Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, say what that it. movie deserved to be nominated for. Okay. Sound editing and sound mixing. Really good sound mix. Really good sound editing. Um, I like and it got the sound. So, That's it. So, all right. Pete, tell us about Portrait of a Woman on Fire again. Again? Lady. lady Portrait of a Lady on Fire comes out in February, uh, perhaps limited, but I really think in theaters everywhere. It is oh, yeah, like incredible. I think there might be anywhere from one to four lines spoken by a man. Hmm. It's fantastic. Nice. It's um, have you paid attention to what the uh, what the academy tends to like? <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. I can't. I really, really can't um, recommend it high, high, higher, highly enough. Wait, I can't wait, recommend was that it not... more than I already have. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so dope. It's it's so 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 good. Um, absolutely see it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely see it. Performances, script, directing, um, film editing, <laughs> sound mixing. Uh, it's so good. Um, Wait, that yeah. wasn't 2019. It 
was 2019, which is a bummer because it can't. It, it well, the thing is, it only played in the Angelica for a week. Uh, okay, interesting. Uh, but it's gonna get a wide release in February. Um, Detective Pikachu, oddly so missing good. from this list. I, I actually finally watched that last night. Gotta be honest, I Loved enjoyed it. it. Loved it. I didn't hate it. Lo- lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, sadly, um, the best video game movie ever made. Yeah. So we'll be back with our top tens. And hold on, does snubs. anyone else have snubs? You don't get to. Well, be wouldn't snubs be oh. in the top ten? Not if you're. Oh. Not if nine of you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. So no. what's, what are you most surprised did not fill in the optional ten slot? Uh, I could have seen the favorite. Uh, not the favorite. Uh, uh, well, uh, the farewell. The farewell. Uh, going in there yeah um it's always so no, okay not my choice but yeah i could have seen the favorite getting in uh, i didn't expect uncut gems to go best picture i didn't expect uh waves or last black man or midsummer but i thought the farewell had the best lane for I, that I, I personally wanted the lighthouse to get in there the lighthouse yeah the, the lighhouse yeah, it would yeah. would never ever happen. I could have seen Knives He's... Out making it in there. Yeah, in ter- in terms of total nominations, oh, yeah. it's kind of surprising that like two popes didn't slide in here, just because it's Ew. got both those acting and a or screenplay nomination. I'm not talking about like a like a movie that I think is in top ten, but it's like surprising about how much it got that it didn't also get this. Yeah, because um... um, two as I said, two popes got two acting nominations and an adapted screenplay. And... Yeah, well, I'm actually kind of uh, I I thought that Bombshell would have. Uh, gotten in there. Um, oh, that's uh, a very good no. point. It it's. I would have guessed that's more of a performance based movie because the movie itself is trash. Because yeah. I mean, okay, so, in terms of highly nominated movies, those are the only ones that are missing. Richard Jewell, obviously. So, well, I. I hear, uh, wait, who <laughs> likes who like R.J. So um, what? So, I've heard conflicting things on Richard Jewell. I've heard from some people it's very good, and I've heard from other people it's terrible. It's somewhere in between. So I've got kind of a meta question to to ask you guys. Okay. Um, Do you think that much like the way that Return of the King got the nomination for Best Picture for all of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, do you think that they're going to find something for the Marvel Universe at some point to try to fit that in there? I don't think so because it's not done. Yeah. I, I, as long Nobody as yeah. Marvel movies till we're dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't. I I just don't see. Just for the sheer reason that a Marvel movie I mean, at its core needs to have a big fight at the end of it, and I think that level of subtlety won't get them anything. And the only one that had <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. had a really interesting reason behind the big fight, Black Panther, was, yeah. did get a nomination. Yeah. But I don't think oh, you sure. can. If the the fact that two people have to punch each other at the end of this movie, I don't think it's going to to happen. I mean, kind of the same with Joker. That <laughs> <laughs> was just me punching you in the theater, and then you punching me. I hate um, that movie. All right, I think that that's about it um, for us. Right? Does anyone have any other words on the Oscars? No, no. <laughs> no bad job this year, you guys. Yeah, it was. I 
I hope that they pick this year. Like everything that we liked didn't have to get every nomination, but there were so many good movies that got nothing. Yeah. And that's that's like the most frustrating thing is I understand that my taste isn't everyone's, but for Uncut Gems, for The Farewell, for The Lighthouse, for so many for ways, for a portrait of a lady. I didn't see it, but I'm going to take your word for it, Pete. For movies like that, for cats, for all these movies <laughs> to get zero love. Uh, but and, and to them, for them to feel radical by putting a Netflix streaming thing on there, like yeah, that's them that. That is bending the knee. That is 100% them being radical. Um, and that's, that's disappointing. So Fuck the Academy, yeah. You can find us on that web, moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us your thoughts, complaints, and how much you hate or love the Academy and your thoughts on cats. Or a portrait of a lady on fire. Uh, or Ma. It comes out in February. Oh, Ma. Forgot about that one. Uh, I, I to will at any child in the world. I will dog sit. I will cat sit. I'll go to work for you. I will do whatever it takes to get you to go see Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I don't trust you with my dog, cat, child, or work. Um, you can <laughs> rate us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. And we have an improv show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's Beautiful The Creek in the Cave at 8 p.m. It's called Pig Pile. We have it with our co-hosts, Nick Murtado and Zach Sims. Neither of them are going to be here this month, right? Which is probably No, Nick will be there, but no, he will be there late. Ah, you got to do something. Gotcha, but gotcha. the show, by the time you guys listen to it, will be today. Possibly tomorrow. No, definitely not tomorrow. Probably today. Most likely in the past. Sometime. Yesterday. <laughs> it will be June. It, no, it'll be January 16th. January 16th, 2020. Our first show of 2020. Um, so come on out. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, the we'll have another podcast next week or in two weeks if we can actually stand each other again. Well, this is the most we've ever podcasted together in two weeks' time. I like it. All right, then we'll we're gonna back. stick we'll with it, back, baby. We'll we'll be back. Uh, you took like that from. Uh, we'll we'll be back uh, next week with our top ten lists, our honorable mentions, and more about cats and our so, worst film. Oh, our worst film of the year. Worst Again, favorite. more about Spoiler cats. Alert. It ain't going to be cats. It's yeah. it's going to be up there. Um, it better not be Star Wars. Yeah, the, the third annual Amazing Spider-Man 2 award. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so see you guys next week. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the Movie Movie Podcast. Thank you. <laughs>